This episode of the Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots. Whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. Head on over to thirdassist.com and use the promo code TPC10 for 10% off any gift for your family or yourself this holiday season. Remember, TPC10 for 10% off of any gift. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louie. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Pittsburgh Penguins hosted the Buffalo Sabres once again and absolutely said, no, no. Let's get after it. Hello, everyone. The Pittsburgh Penguins defeated the Buffalo Sabres 3-1. And I am joined by Josh here. Uh, We are doing our very first podcast together in the same room. And apparently, I'm being way too loud for Josh's liking. Way too loud. But I'm right next to you. I know, but you know what, Josh? They're not next to us. That is correct, but that is what a volume button is for. <laughs> they can control our volume. So, Josh, you know what? We just speak normally, All right. and they adjust it to their liking. Oh, guess what? If they want you way cranked into their ear, I'm sure they that. don't. I'm sure they don't. No, they definitely don't. I'm sure they don't. But we well, we got a chance to go to the game tonight. Yes, we did. And it was a really good game. We did a lot of walking, not a... Not on purpose there, by yeah. accident. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, City of Pittsburgh yeah. and uh, Apple Maps. Yeah, we were trying to find Burgatory. Yes. Could not find it for the life of us, even though I have no excuse being here in Pittsburgh. Um, but we had a walk around. We got back, finally. And uh, we had some cheesesteaks at the game. Yeah, burgers. It was pretty good. Not too shabby. And we had some Jake shakes that were not half off. Pittsburgh. Yeah, what's up with that? What, all right, Pens, can I just talk about that grant real yes, quick? Yes, please. Please go for Jake it. Jake Gensel scores, right? Milkshake Factory loves to promote that the Jake shake is now half off at any Milkshake Factory store. Correct? Well, he scored yesterday. I come expecting a $5 and change milkshake. And they go... No, it's not half off here. Pay your 10 bucks and move on. And he's referring to the uh, Milkshake Factory Jake Shake stand at the arena. the arena. At PPG. And uh, they they refuse to use the promo that the Milkshake Factory provides, which is now, whenever Jake Ansel scores, it's here's Here's my question to you. To me or to them? To you. Oh. Lois. At a normal milkshake factory, when yeah, yeah. you go there, yeah. is, do they just take it half off? Oh yeah, they don't. You don't have to ask. It's not no, no, one no. of those things can where I it's get like, a Jake shake. They're like five bucks for you. Okay, so it's not like one of those things where it's like, can I have a Jake shake and fifty percent off? They no, just automatically. You don't go. ask anywhere for fifty percent. No, but like you know how like right. sometimes there's things that if you want the sale or the deal, you have to mention 
the sale or the deal in order for it to be applied. Not here, Josh. Okay. Not at Milkshake Factory. No, they take their promos very seriously. And um, they know that... <laughs> they know. Stop playing with things on my desk. Sorry. Um, it's intriguing. They know that uh, every, uh, you know, promo in uh, Gensel's course, his shake is half off. When you go into a milkshake factory, they have a big old fat head of Jake Gensel next to his shake. So, with that being said, they kind of... Yeah. Drop the ball there at the arena, well, trying to milk every little dollar out of you. It's not like we spent a lot of money for the tickets. And that's a whole nother topic that we could talk about how... Um, Again, I'm right. They're not, though. <laughs> they can't feel the passion. So, uh, apparently there's some, some ticket issues, Josh, with the Penguins organization. I, I think it's just Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster it is Ticketmaster, sucks. but also... I also, I think there's a little bit of everything. It's a big old variable situation. Whereas the Penguins aren't doing enough to market to the city of Pittsburgh. To Or maybe that's a Pittsburgh thing. Or I, think, I think it's a Pittsburgh thing because honestly, I think the Penguins do a fantastic job. And how many times did we hear about the promos for the tickets? At the game. At the game. And also... Yeah. While you're watching too, because I, I can recall numerous times on Sportsnet, AT and T Sportsnet, they they throw pump the, the ticket. They pump yeah, the yeah, ticket no, sales. That's true. That's true. So, maybe so the city of Pittsburgh needs to do a way better job at marketing, getting people in the stadium, in the arena. Yeah. Or fans just need to start showing up. Yeah, that's another thing. And I know that tickets are kind of expensive, and that's kind of the other variable with Ticketmaster and the NHL is how. Some upper bowl hidden fees. Tickets are going up to like two hundred dollars. No one wants to spend that for upper bowl tickets. They go up there so they don't have to spend, uh, you know, some money. They just want to go watch a hockey game, but they can't now because costs an arm and a leg. So that's no good. That's no good. So change your stuff that you got going. Milkshake Factory and Ticketmaster and the tickets. One more thing I'd like to add oh. to Penguins to change for tickets. Mm. How about a redesign to the stadium and introduce standing room only tickets? So you want them to totally redesign? Not totally redesign, but like just like see how they had the, the Bet Rivers uh, casino lounge. lounge area. Yeah. That was a redesign. On the opposite end, just introduce another lounge sponsored by who whoever and it's standing room only. Yeah, you what, buy the. What, what does that look like to you, though? Are they little shelves? Yeah, like just like just like at bar top level, at the like edge, and then little tabletop like bar level tabletops standing around, and you're with those tickets. You're not allowed entry into the lower bowl or upper bowl, but you're allowed to wander around the stadium. You're allowed entry, and you're allowed to wander around. Maybe, maybe I, just you know. Baseball stadiums do it with their uh, with uh, some standing room. That's true. You know, I believe Dallas Cowboys have standing room only. I know, but their arena's massive. They're absolutely massive. But I will say, just that, an idea, just a thought. Just an idea. We're gonna throw it out into. But no, I, I guess that is a good idea. Um, Penguins do need to do a little bit better to get more people in the stadium, just because on a Saturday night. 
regardless of who we're playing. That need that arena needs to be filled. It was pretty good. It was pretty good, but it needs to be filled. Yeah, it wasn't sold out, that's for sure. And from what we learned on Twitter is that there are people that could still get tickets to the game, like walking up. There's still some tickets available, which is horrible, which is horrendous. We used to live in a time like two, three years ago where all home games were sold out for the Penguins. You could not just walk up and get tickets. What yeah. a good team. I think we had the uh, record, right? Well, like we had the longest streak going. A longest streak of sold out games. Yeah. And now that just disappears. Gone. Disappears because bad marketing and bad sales, bad tickets, prices. I don't think it's marketing. I think from the city because they're only caring about baseball, which the teams has nothing think. to do with the city. I think that does. Regardless, but those are our gripes. I, other than that, I think the game was really fun to watch today. Yeah, great seats. Great seats. Shout out my wife for picking them. There you go. Um, it was a good game, entertaining game. The crowd was good. A little squished, but. You're gonna get that in, uh, yeah, some some arenas. Yeah, there, but just also the the seats that were we. I just said shout out to my wife for good seats, but like it was right on the bend, so like the two were like kind of facing yeah. each other, didn't really help. But still, all in all, still it was a great game. Yeah, great game. So let's talk about that game, Josh. Let's let's get after the quick game recap. Let's get after it. So the Pittsburgh Penguins did defeat. The Buffalo Sabres, three to one. Oh, hold up. Shout out to the PA announcer for saying the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, he did. I forget his name. It's Ryan something. Fantastic. But it's Ryan something. I believe it's Ryan something. He started off the night by saying, oh, welcome to the PPG Paints Arena where the Pittsburgh Penguins take on the Buffalo Sabres. And obviously, he continued to call them Sabres until... It like was the official puck drop. Yeah, like the yeah. until the game where I was like, you know, Sabres score. Yeah, start starting lineup for yeah. the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, like, but other than that, it was all Sabres. And I actually love that. I think that's yeah. really good. He's a great announcer. He's good. He, he's a good guy. I like him. Um little, uh sorry. I said last thing, but another last thing. Oh my gosh. Little, sorry. Just, You're just excited. You went to the game. Yeah. You're excited. Uh, a little bummed I missed out on the, the guy who sings the national anthem. Jeff Jimerson. Yeah, Jeff Jimerson. I would just like to say, when I went to the game, I bet he was there. He was. Yeah, I bet beautiful. He was. Okay, so you got a choir. It's Quir- whatever. Yeah, it was. They were good. Hey, Josh, let's talk about some hockey. All right. I'm down with it. <laughs> <laughs> the Buffalo Sabers lost to the Bens, uh, three to one. Um, uh, fun fact: there's some there's some high shots there. Thirty eight for the Pens. Oh, no, 38 for Buffalo. Excuse me, 31 for Pittsburgh. Well, how about the, uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into it, but the first period was, like, I think we got, I want to say, like, eight or nine shots before they even had one. Or they had one, we had eight or nine. It was unreal. But we'll get it. We'll get into where, where we're at in the first period. Yeah, yes. I believe, I think you're right. I think it was either eight or nine shots we had. They had one shot. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, let's talk about it. Pittsburgh Penguins kind of came out hot where I thought the Pittsburgh Penguins just won in overtime yesterday. They would be a little slow. They would be a little 
hesitant to kind of start the game, but that was our gripe. Yep. That was my gripe, at least, is that we started off weak. We didn't do that. Not today. We started off actually very strong. In four minutes and 22 seconds, the Pittsburgh Penguins get a power play goal. We had a lot of power play opportunities in the first period. Ricard Raquel scores his 12th goal of the season power play goal, assisted by Malkin and Crosby. And then later, two minutes, about three minutes, uh, sorry, about three minutes later, Sidney Crosby gets his first of the night, assisted by Jake Gensel and Brian Dumoulin. That will do it for the first period. Now here comes the second period. Snooze fest. It's very <laughs> kind of a snooze fest there. There was there was some good opportunities, a good back and forth, but definitely that was a period that Buffalo kind of owned. Would you say it was back and forth? I wouldn't say it was back and forth. Buffalo kind of held it in our zone a little bit, but I honestly I think it was we had good defensive play, we had good goaltending in the second. Yeah. So that's fair. I think we played pretty well in the second even though we weren't in their zone. We go to the third. Um, about 11 minutes exactly into the period, Peyton Krebs scores a goal. This uh, is by Fitzgerald and uh, Jurgensen's. Um, and then... So, well, so Buffalo took it, uh, cut it in half, 2-1. Two, 2-1, one. Two, one. yeah. Yep, and then Sidney Crosby with the uh, go-ahead goal. Sweet shot. Sweet shot. Yeah, I will say. Beautiful shot by Sid. Oh, but the first goal by Sid was a beautiful play, too. Yeah, it just he, he kind of kind of got a lucky bounce where it kind of went between, well, it went he between was his legs. He was behind the net. He brought it around. Kind of, yeah. you know, forced it, forced forced it through it in. the five hole. Pretty good. And then, obviously, the rocket shot. 17th of the season for Sidney Crosby. And sweet pass by Gensel. Yes. Nice little chip. Over the defenders. They tried that earlier. Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work, but they tried it again. Jack Gensel yeah. got a very nice pass. Uh, Crosby gets a beautiful goal, and that'll do it. There was some confusion at the end there with the penalty, and geez, 20 seconds, and there's an empty net. Was it an automatic goal? A lot of talks like that, but one second left to go in the clock. We had a power play for a second. Yeah, does that count? That counts against us, right? That's annoying. Yeah, that we couldn't score in the second power play. That's stupid. Yeah. Uh, so the Penguins get another power play. Couldn't capitalize on that one because it's only a second. It's physically impossible. And uh, the Penguins win 3-1. So, Josh, first thoughts. What's what's coming off the dome here? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Opposite of what you thought. You thought that uh, we would come out firing uh, because we were going to be tired. I thought we were going to be slow. Because we we're gonna be, we we're gonna be tired. I, oh, I mean, excuse me. No, I, I, I thought, said slow. Yeah, you think I thought this. Fast. Yeah, they're coming hot because of a back-to-back. They were gonna try and get everything out early, which they did, and yeah. then they were gonna just coast from there, which they did, which was annoying until Buffalo scored, and then it was like, okay, well now we gotta play hockey again, and then they, you know, uh, the rest is history there. Yeah, they kind of bounced back and put their foot on the gas. But it was kind of, you know, exactly how I thought it was going to play out with being a back-to-back against the same team. They knew all their tendencies. They knew what kind of stuff they were going to do. So they came out, took advantage of it. So that way, 
we just, you know, kind of rest without resting because they already have another game on Monday. So it's like literally one day off and then boom, right back at it again. Yeah. So these guys are tired. They're going to be tired, you know, rightfully so. But I thought they played well. Everything, there's really not much to complain about. There was a hey. silly penalty by Dumo, but then he picked it up with an assist. So don't know how to feel about him Doesn't today. Mean, I know you were. Yep. Every Arch. time Dumoulin would do something on the ice, I just looked at Josh like, you sure? Yeah. You sure you want to get rid of him? Or you're right about getting rid of him. Yeah. So it's kind of. It was a roller coaster game. We were, we were watching a close eye on Dumoulin, as I'm sure Ron Hextall was. Um, but some other news about this game. Oh. Chris Latang is back in the lineup. I forgot to mention it in the beginning, but Absolutely. Chris Latang is back after a projected long and slow process to get him back, ease him into play. He felt like he was good. He talked to the medical doctors. They said, you're good. It's up to you. He said, put me in, coach. And that's exactly what happened today. It was a surprise. It was a surprise. People did not think he was going to come out for warm-ups. He did. And let me tell you, when he did, those people who were in their seats already was cheering loud when they saw him. So yeah. that was a really cool scene to see um, people's support for um, uh, Tanger as he came back. He played better tonight. So, And I, I just want to say I thought it was really classy that during the lineup announcements, they he was technically on the second line for defensemen. Yes, when but the Sullivan, came up. Yeah, but he started the second line with the first line of offense. And when they did that announcement, everyone was cheering, clapping, but the players on the ice were doing stick, stick taps. taps. Yeah, Buffalo, Buffalo included, which I thought was very classy, much appreciated. Well, because, yeah. I mean, when you hear stroke, you, you kind of freak out a little bit. You tense up a little bit. That's, that's well, a scary thought. And your first reaction is, is he done? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, when you yeah. hear stroke, you're like, oh, that he's done. Because when you think of stroke, you think some yeah. body parts aren't going to be working anymore. Sure, or so, or unconsciousness and or hospital visits and nerve damage. Nerve damage, absolutely. So you think the worst case scenario, which is, yeah, yeah I mean, thank God that he's back and he's healthy and he's playing hockey again. Uh, but uh, yes, very classy from the Buffalo Sabers to to kind of cheer on a fellow hockey player. I think that's a bigger moment than just oh, it's the Penguins versus the Sabers. It's yeah, hey, this is a hockey player that just literally had a stroke about a week ago. So really cool to see him back. Um, but yeah, uh, great to see uh, Latang back. No other news other than that. Penguins win, feeling good. We got to see it live and that'll do it for the TPC quick game recap. Lewis, now it is time for the TPC Overtime Challenge. We could do it together because we're I the didn't same. Want, I, was, I, was, I was trying to jump no, you. I was trying to jump you so we don't do it. Yeah. But it's going to be different tonight. Oh. Because we are together. not. Yes. I was going to say not apart, but together sounds better. <laughs> 
we are not in two different places at the same time. Plus, we thought it would be a good idea just because we both saw the game. We were both talking about it the whole time. I yeah. think it was better to come away with a take with three takeaways rather than going against each other. I agree. So, Josh, why don't you lead us off with the first one? Uh, I think the first one that I really liked was the fourth line. I thought the fourth line, not only this game, I feel yeah. like uh, since we've been on this like winning streak, but it's like not really a winning streak, but you know, whenever you can stack wins on top of each other, you always can go streaking. But I think the fourth line has been the energy all year for this team. They have... I don't know how to phrase it. They like, they just come in and they just start like dictating the game into their favor and how they want to do things. Yeah, hundred percent. They just lay into people. Bluger's winning faceoffs. Archibald is just throwing his body around, sacrificing his body too. He's yeah, blocking, blocking shots. shots without a stick. Yeah, he that that one play alone where he broke his stick. Flying around, laying the body, but then he was like at the top of the the, the point, just yeah. taking shots every time. So the yeah. fourth line is really coming together, and I think is that is a necessary part in a team succeeding in the long run. Yeah, I agree. No, absolutely. And what you know, actually just popped in my head that like you were talking about with the the play by. Archibald, I, I think it's the same one where he lost his stick. He's trying to defend. I don't know if Buffalo's on a power play or if they were just like just holding it in our zone. Mm-hmm. But Archibald is going up against is it Owen Power or Ben Power? I think it's Owen Power. Owen Powers, Austin Powers, <laughs> and it, he couldn't shoot. Because Josh Archibald is literally just, he keeps ducking down to one knee. Yeah. Just keeps going down to one knee and keeps blocking his path. And all all uh, power could do was literally just throw it on net. And it was an easy save for DeSmith. And like a lot of people are just going to see that and just say, oh, that was a nice save by DeSmith. But you're going to miss Archibald doing all the dirty work yeah. to prevent from any type of shooting lane without a stick. So fourth line... And especially Josh Archibald has been playing amazing. Um, it's good to see that. Just sure. great to see it because, you know, you need, you need, like you said, all four lines. Granted, the third line is playing like poo-poo right now. But. That's not true. Kapanen scored a hat-trick. Kapanen got a goal. You, Josh, we watched it tonight. Um, Kapanen was making moves. He was making some passes. He was, I, you know, they just need a goal. See, and that's, that's the sad thing. Is that when the fourth line, first line, and second line are playing the way that they are, yeah. and then you have the third line just feeling like they're poo poo out there, even though they're still making really plays. I'm sticking with poo poo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's transition. We were talking about Casey DeSmith. That is exactly who we want to move on to next. Casey DeSmith and the defense did a phenomenal job tonight. The Pittsburgh Penguins. With a back-to-back, you kind of worry about Casey DeSmith being in net. You have you worry about your defense, but P.O. Joseph's... Hey, matching him up with Latang tonight, Genius. phenomenal. 
phenomenal. They played so well together. Uh, you know, yes, Dumoulin played better than what we've seen Dumoulin do. He was taking some bad penalties, but other than that, I think they all played really well, especially in the second period because they were in our zone a lot. Yeah. We just decided just to play defense secondary. And you know what? We wouldn't be able to have at the end of the second a 2-0 lead sure. going into the third without Casey DeSmith on defense. I think they need to get a lot of respect. And that's what this is, is, is giving them some props saying, hey, you did a great job. We want to we wanna give you some props, some stick taps. Those guys played really hard. P.O. Joseph played phenomenal tonight. I think I'm underselling how well P.O. Joseph played tonight. Casey DeSmith played a lot better. He, I was honestly thinking in the third, I was like, oh, this is a shutout. Yeah, I did too. I think I, I think I jinxed I think it. I think I jinxed it too. Because like, you never uh, are supposed to think about it. At one, one point, we looked over at each other and we're like, who's going to be the uh, beauty of the game? Beauty of the game. And I literally wanted to say to you, if it's a shutout to Smith. But I was like, I can't jinx it. You but I just already it. thought it. So did I jinx it? And, and yeah. sure enough. But, but you yeah. know what? The goal that was scored against this man was do. nothing he could do. It was a tipping. Which a... I'm starting to get annoyed that that's the way that the NHL is going. But that's for different times. Yeah. Well, I mean, the shot, it was from the blue line. And it was crossbar height. Yeah. And then like, he redirects it down. No, I know. But my point is saying is that the Smith had no... Like, there was nothing he could have done. Like, absolutely nothing. That's why I don't like it. But... Not going to get into it, like I said. But I just want to mention the Smith, 37 out of 38. That's good. Awesome. The only thing now I'll say, though. Oh. That boy slides, man. He's when he slides, all over. he is, like, way out of position. I but, know, hey, but... granted, Buffalo couldn't capitalize. So, what it is it what it is. It worked. It worked. It, it worked. Is. No, I think although uh, he slides, there was one thing that I kept on reaching over to Josh and saying, see what happened? It's rebound control. Yeah. Andy Kyoto, come on, buddy. Get they on just that. They bouncing. They were like every time. And it wasn't like hard shots. It was just like a, a little setup play where they were just trying to get pucks on net and it would just bounce off his chest. Yeah. He needs to have his glove and blocker there to kind of capture it and just get a whistle. There was a play where they were in our zone in the second period for a very long time casey DeSmith, after the whistle looked gassed oh yeah and he took the shot off the dome he yeah he got hit in the head and he was just you know he was just butterflying it up in the, the crease and yeah. he was just pucks were bouncing off him he couldn't kind of corral it and get a whistle but when he did you just saw like him going oh my god i don't know how much longer i can do this this is this was intense so it is, um, he did do a good job, I think. Besides the, the rebound control, he played a great game. He could have easily gotten a shutout. So, um, yeah, I just want to give props to our defense and uh, more so Casey DeSmith because he kept us in this game. Josh, what's our third? Our third is oh, the stat that was... You almost forgot. I, yes, I almost <laughs> forgot. Because I was like, wait, what was the third that we, we said? Um, yeah, the interesting stat that popped up on the screen. At the yeah, time. which yeah. I love that little thing. Fast fast stats, I think it was called. I think but, it's just fun fact. But 
Oh, fast facts. Fast facts. That's what it was. But entering tonight's game, the Penguins were second in the NHL in hits. Overall hits. Hits. 38. Hits. Well, we had, I think we had 38 tonight. No, I think it's an average of 38 hits. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Thank you. But... Average of 38 hits a game. That's, that's second in the NHL. Second in the NHL. With a team with no clear enforcer. With old team, people. <laughs> old people. No one willing to lay the body. Except our boy Josh Archibald. I mean, that's not really true. I mean, I saw Sidney Crosby oh, no. finish yeah, some yeah. good checks tonight. But all I'm saying is... The guy who's willing to throw himself around there and is probably leading our team in hits is Josh Josh Archibald. 100%. Yeah. He's a GOAT. I like him. We have 43 hits tonight. So that average is going up if our average is 38. Yeah. Just for those uh, people who... uh, Who like math. Who like math. (laughs) Stats. Simple Um, math there. But yeah, no. That's a cool fact. And when we saw it, we were absolutely shocked. Yeah. I was like, no way. We're, We're too old for this. There's no way... We were tied in the set with were second, excuse me, geez, okay. in the NHL for most hits per game. That's unreal. And yes, I did fact check it. So checked yeah. on NHL.com. We are second. Who knows? Next couple games, we can go first. Let's do it. I'll see if the tab is still up. Um, I'll check it later tonight on Monday. I'll check on, yeah, I'll see where we're at on on Monday when it comes to the new averages, and we'll we'll let you know on the next next game where we're at. But uh, that'll do it for this different and wacky version of our TVC overtime three on three challenge. Now it is time for our TPC beauty of the game. This one was a hard one. We were thinking, is it Casey DeSmith? Is it Ricard Raquel? But man, we gotta go with the mustache goat. We gotta go with the mustache goat. Our TPC beauty of the game is Sidney Crosby. He had three points tonight, assist and two goals. And he is playing like an all-star at the age of 35. You saw yesterday's game. He's leaping into the boards to stop a puck from exiting the zone. Then today, he has a breakaway once again at 35. And he absolutely buries the puck like, like he's 20. Like you could have swore that that net was empty. Like there was like no, like honestly. The fact that there was a goalie in there yes. meant nothing. Yes. Absolute laser of so, a So Sidney Crosby is our TPC beauty of the game. All right. The Penguins next game is hosting the Dallas Stars on Monday, December 12th at 7 p.m. The Pittsburgh Penguins and the Dallas Stars are very similar, Josh. They basically have the same record. Dallas is 16-7-5. Penns, 16-8-4. So, wow. Very similar. 
very similar. So that's going to be an interesting that's game. That's incredible. Jari right. gets the, yeah, you, you don't see like that close. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, they just have one overtime win and we have an overtime loss. That's basically it. Yeah. That's all it is. Wow. Okay. So um, it's pretty similar teams. It's going to be an interesting game to Smith. Uh, to Smith. Jari is getting the start. Um, and uh, we'll see from there. But Josh, before we wrap up this episode, where can these lovely people find us, look into us? What can they do? Well, I wish they could look into our eyes, but unfortunately we're not live yet on video. I, oh, but there is a poll There's... on our Twitter nice, and on our Spotify account. There is a poll. So go on there, vote. Do you guys want to see live episodes? Not maybe just one, but maybe we could start doing live episodes. You know, we're a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and there are plenty of teams that do live podcasts at the end of their games. We do recorded ones and upload them. But if you guys want to see live ones, we would be more than happy to oblige with that. So go on those polls, vote yes or no, and uh, we'll go from there. But Josh, yeah. continue it up. So on Twitter, you'll find us at at pens collective yeah yeah sorry a little redundant there but uh you'll see the poll pinned at the top there uh but also just feel free to engage with us uh, mainly louis during the game who is live tweeting um we'll also very hard to live tweet during our game yeah but we're like kind of first which is cool but yes it is very hard and it's also very hard when I'm watching the game because I'm watching the game on my phone. Then I have to close the, the app, open Twitter, start typing. And by the time I'm done, you had already tweeted it. So I have to delete it every time. It's annoying. But however, yes, at Pens Collective. Just showing the people what we show <laughs> yeah. them every day. The sacrifices we make. Um, and then on Spotify, if you're there, it's trying to find us the penguins collective you will you will, will pop right up we'll be the only I one promise we'll be the only I one promise there. just don't forget the the in the beginning and we will be the only ones there um but when you're there subscribe like comment leave a review yeah. all the above if you don't have a spotify account uh go to apple podcasts google play we're there as well just uh make sure that you subscribe like and leave a comment it's greatly appreciated uh we always love the support uh we appreciate everyone um but i believe that'll do it for tonight lewis as always let's, let's go, go pens, pens.